Adam, probably not. First hard decision of the day. <laughs> I, know. I will go back and do this. this. I grew up on this game. Reading teeth and sweating. How? What did you play it on? Uh, Mac. Ah. Yeah. I'm playing Apple. Day of the Tentacle. That's right. You had that crazy uncle who was obsessed with Mac, right? Uh, Grandpa. But no, yeah, it was, um, for some reason we grew up with the Mac and we had a LucasArts collection. This is one of the games where I'm like, the fuck is this? And I played the shit out of it because this is all we had. Well, you can get the best ending right off the bat then, huh? I knew nothing about Maniac Mansion. Oh, wait. I was thinking of Maniac Mansion just Ew, then. Look at those cum pumpers. Well, no, only, only play Day of the Tentacle. Oh, oh come This on is how now. I fell in love with uh, Tim Schafer. Tim, as I call it. Cum pumpers? Yeah. <laughs> wait. All right, uh, today's... Oh, wait. Uh, welcome to a uh, thick-rimmed thick bowl of dude soup. Um, oh. It kind of looks like that. Yeah, basically. I'm gonna... I don't know. I'm gonna go... I'm gonna go pretty hourglass with this in just a second. But first, uh, this episode is brought to you by two sponsors, Casper and Mac Weldon, um, both of which can make your life easier in various ways. Because the theme of today's podcast is difficulty. Oh. Difficulty. <laughs> he is really turning into Ira yeah, Glass. Nice kind show. of. Yeah. I need, need more tropes to make people watch this damn thing, so. Just make it more like the number one podcast, This American Life. <laughs> a lot of cereals. Well, let's talk about a fucking cl cloth dealer in Indiana or something. Oh, yeah. No. We're talking about video games. We're talking <laughs> we about video talk games about video and popular games. culture. Uh, so the spider has worked at this convenience store for 35 years. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to some music of like somebody just painfully hitting a. I would listen, I would listen to that. A xylophone. So, so tell me about yourself. Am I a glass? I look like the guy from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He does, Cameron. Yeah, I thought it was Cameron. It's not Cameron. Like, that's what he's doing. No, Cameron's I was just bed. Spin City. Sorry, Adam. That was. Wow. Yeah. Adam, you're dropping all kinds of knowledge today. Boom! All useless. Yep. <laughs> no one remembers Spencer. Yeah, it turned into scrubs. Alright, so, so uh, Lawrence. people are mad about difficulty, or rather... Wait, wait, wait. Yep. They're mad about it being too difficult, or not difficult enough? Not difficult enough, or rather giving people the option of not being difficult enough. So, God, I, I do love following uh, what people get mad about on the internet. It's a pastime of mine. I say, you say people, but by that you mean... 15... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like 30 people. loud individuals. 15 uh, guys who have been on their summer break for the last 18 years. <laughs> God, I wish. They made a, a fucking business out of it, though. That's that's the weird kind thing. Kind of, yeah. It's, uh, thanks to YouTube, you can just get mad into a webcam. People will listen to you. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, so the latest one um, is... So Nintendo announced that they're going to have a mode in Star Fox Zero where you essentially cannot die. Uh, you can, you're basically invincible. You get to play through the game without worrying about being good at it. Or earning the right to see the ending or anything like that. Sounds that. like fun. Fuck you, Bruce. And that's the only mode in the game? They're locking out everything else? That's absolutely right. They're forcing everyone to play in this mode. Hmm. Uh, you know, there's... Wait, wait, no, they're not. Yes, they are, Bruce. <laughs> are you still being... Are you being sarcastic? Yes, they're not doing that at all. Oh. Uh, but there, there is a, a crew... I, I would say uh, the, the reactions that I read range from kind of a, an adorable... An adorable bemusement about why anyone would do that to a game, basically take away the whole reason you play it. Yeah. Ranging on down to people that are fundamentally mad that the existence of this kind of destroys the reason that anyone would play this game. Um, and so, I don't, I'm not quite sure where to start with this because on some level I can kind of understand, uh, understand a little bit. You want to feel like you're in a club if you beat a game. You want to feel like you earned it and that anyone else who's earned it um, has earned it, essentially. Like, if you talk to somebody about the ending of Star Fox, then you automatically know that they're good enough to have, have seen it. 
And then you also want to know that if you see it, you're part of like a, a select group of people. I that feel like, but I feel like YouTube invalidates all of this. Yes. Because as soon as Star Fox Zero gets beaten, somebody's going to post it on YouTube, and I that's agree. it. Shit, that's a really good 100%. point. I was going to say, it could just call it like Let's Play mode. Well, because yeah. you know how we were watching, uh, I'm trying to think of parallels for this, and we were watching Punch-Out stuff, and we are like, man, We Punch-Out was awesome. Which, by the way, We Punch-Out is and was awesome. But I went, played through that whole game. This is pre-YouTube. Played through that whole game, beat through the whole thing, basically. And then years later, looked it up on YouTube and saw all these different shortcuts You that, like, if I had known... It doesn't matter how difficult the game is. If I had known that when this dude's going to come out of the corner and throw this punch, you can hit him in the side once and that'll end the match in one punch, it doesn't matter how good I am at the timing or whatever. I can do that right away. And it's because I watched someone do it on YouTube. It's, I mean, it's kind of the same as like a Dark Souls or a or, or Bloodborne, though those games still probably require a little bit more. You can watch someone beat a boss, yeah. but in terms of execution, there's still a little yeah. bit more there. More that's like, you may not be able to do that first or second or third time, but there's just so many options now to just skip ahead and just watch someone else do it better and then learn from it. And honestly, it's a good learning tool. I watch, um, I watch Maximilian play Street Fighter, and then I go, oh, that's a great combo. That is a great combo. I'm going to start using that combo. And then you use that combo and you win. It's like, is that, is that cheating. cheating? Yeah. I don't think so, just because I didn't discover it on mm. my own. Well, you're not learning on your own, but to be honest with you, that's what the human race is, is that we shouldn't be learning on our own. True. We're it's learning. About collaboration, yeah. We're, we're learning from each other. So, like, I, I think that's totally fine if, if that's what we're doing. And if, you know, if you want to watch the Star Fox ending on YouTube, <laughs> then, then you can watch the Star Fox ending on YouTube. But if not, then you don't have to. And you earn it yourself. I think it's more of an entire, like, I think it's more of you feeling like you earned it yourself. Yeah. Rather than, like, bitching about how everybody else can see it. Yeah. Well, there are, there are a couple of philosophical angles to this discussion that I think are kind of sitting beneath the surface. Uh, typically, when people are mad, they, I guess, don't really know how to fundamentally elocute what they're mad about. And, and to a degree, they are doing that. They're saying, like, I feel like my achievement is cheapened if somebody else, if a baby can just sit down with a controller on invincibility mode and see the exact same ending that I, I earned through... Yeah, but life. I can do it without even playing the game. I, I had this thought. <laughs> I had this thought a little while ago, and it's kind of a sad thought. Um, but, like, what if, like, if and when there's a day where, like, one of us become mentally ill or disabled in a way where, like, coming you can't... Coming up soon. Already there. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm halfway there. But, like, the, where, you like, you just can't function, but you want to play games, but you can't. Say, like, you have a broken hand sure. or something. Like, why? Why would you? Why, like, that's that's a nice option to have hmm. for people. Or you're at the same competent level that we are for games, and we can't beat games like Dark Souls, and so we just need a, a cheat mode. Well, I mean, I, the thing is, okay, so having the exclusive club access of knowing the secret thing, I feel like is pretty much invalidated by YouTube, because anyone can find anything. We can watch someone else do it, and then now, hey, guess what? We have the same information you have. This has been going along before YouTube because they would show screenshots of the ending that you didn't get in Castlevania Symphony of the Night, and in some ways that would make you go, holy shit, like, I'm going to go back and try it again yeah. and try and get that ending. But that, like, that's where it would begin. The other part is, oh, well, what about the experience? It cheapens the experience of Star Fox if you are playing it on this other difficulty level. And my response to that is something along the lines of, who are you to say what anyone else's experience is with a game or any piece of media for that matter? Well, I'm glad you brought that up. Because oh. I think that that is one of the more fundamental questions behind this and why people get so upset about it. Um, and I think it has to do with intent. Intent of experience. 
uh, is a game like a toy box that you buy and then do whatever you want with, or is a game an intended experience from its creators that you were meant to experience in the way that they intended you to? You're asking the question fundamental to art. Yes, so of that's what that's what art is, is whether or not you, basically like, is it what the creator intended or is it what you got from it? And uh, the answer is that it's both. Games are art. We proved it. The, 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 <laughs> <laughs> it uh, is both. You're right. The, the answer is this that is it's art. Both. Yeah, like it's it's the the creator obviously intended something when he created whatever he made. But Star Fox. If you got it's a fox in space, yeah. but, uh, he's in a spaceship and shoots lasers. But if you got something different from it, that's okay. Mm. You're allowed to get something different from it. That's that's the point of art. I like furries now. Yeah. I I think uh, yeah I think if you are an artist. And you want to create something that only means one thing. You create it, and you never show it to anyone but yourself. Huh. That's the uh, that's the only way to do that. Exactly it's the only right. way to do that. As soon as you let it go, it's open for interpretation. Yeah. And you can try and get out there and explain. You can totally make a case. But that doesn't mean that anyone has to accept that case, as is the nature of art. Yeah. We solved it. Great podcast. <laughs> or did we? <laughs> well, then you're going to have a bunch of people misunderstand what you're trying to do. Like, I, I had this, of course. Uh, that yeah. happens all the time. Yes, yeah. That's I, life, I had man. This, I had this, uh, I forget what it was. It was like a creative writing class or something like that. But this oh, you're talking man. About how there was, well, no, they were talking about how this, he was talking about his teaching experience. The guy was pretty down to earth. He was a good guy. Um, but he was talking about how the teacher would break down how this guy saw a brown window. He's like, oh, the brown window is like his soul being crushed. And it's, you get it? It's the sadness of his, his divorce and all this stuff. And I guess there was an interview with the writer later. Like, the guy met him, and he was like, it's just a brown window, dude. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> yeah. Chill out. And so that that is ultimately what will happen, is that people will put themselves into your art, whether you want them to or not, and try to, I don't know, see how it applies their life to their life, because people are selfish. Hmm. Um, and that's going to happen regardless. So, sorry, David Lynch, but... That's how it goes. <laughs> Sorry, David. I don't get my endings. <laughs> I think like a week ago, I read some some two page dissertation about how Silent Hill Three is all about circumcision, and yeah. how all the like mutilated skin is the foreskin that's been stretched, and it's all about mm-hmm. male genital mutilation. And boy, man, my eyes—it was hard to focus on the words after a little bit. Yeah. Because clearly, this guy's got some hangups and was projecting that into the game. But who's to say his interpretation's wrong? Especially if you subscribe to the fact that art is half creator, half viewer once it's out in the wild what happens if the creator says no that's that's, not it at all at that point are they allowed to say that uh i'm not a question of allowing allowance but it's kind of pointless to say you're not allowed to think of it that way i i mean i think building on that i think the creator and this is this this is speaking for myself i think the creator can explain intent but they can't explain purpose and they can't explain Mm. like they can say they can say well they can explain purpose well they can say when i was making this yeah I wasn't trying to make it all about foreskin. I wasn't. I wasn't trying to do that. That's not what. I, it's not what it meant to me. What it meant to me was this. And then you, everyone can go, oh. But I don't feel like then that should be then taken as the canon uh. of that piece of art. Doesn't okay. make sense. You can. The, and I think it's fair. I think it's almost like a get out of jail free card for the for the artist to go like, whoa, 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 I don't have any problems with foreskin or like, like, hey, hey, yeah. uh, like circumcision's cool with me or whatever. The Made thing. a game about it, but <laughs> but if someone else gets that from it, then they can get that from it. I don't know that they can hold the artist accountable for their personal interpretation, though. Hmm. I don't so know. so our takeaway is: don't make art. We yeah, just just stop. Right, see you later. We did, fixed it. See you guys next week. <laughs> uh, 
So I think that the the idea about intent or creator's vision is also core to a lot of other discussions that are starting to happen in games. Um, specifically, recently, a lot of the a lot of the uh, cries of censorship, I think, are fundamentally about uh, are fundamentally a discussion about creator intent. Rather, the people who cry censorship. I'm not going to put words in their mouth, but the vibe I get reading a lot of what they say is, I want to play this game in the way the creator intended me to play it. Or rather, I want to play this game in the way it was originally released, and I don't want localization to ha play a factor in that. So if the game, as it, as it was released in Japan, had a 13-year-old with a giant rack, that's the game I want to play. Hmm. And I think, man, I go 50-50 on whether or not it's just a bunch of creepy dudes who want to see a 13-year-old with a giant rack, or it's a bunch of people who genuinely respect, you know, the developer, and they're like, I'm not a pedophile, but if the creator, whom I respect and have followed his work for for this long, and played all of his games unchanged, why then now do I have to experience a changed version of that, of that vision? I think it's a rationalization, at least in this case, and a lot of other cases when it comes to those sorts of things, is that, like, I always heard a bunch of stoners telling me that they should legalize pot, right? It was always like, well, man, I gotta legalize pot. I'm like that because you smoke pot, like you know, like <laughs> okay. And, and that was, oh, I get you, I get you. And so to me, I, I like I, I understood like the same as like yeah, they want this kid. This guy wants to see a 13 year old rack, so of course he's gonna be like censorship because he has to figure out a reason why he wants to see the 13 year old rack. Hmm. Now that's not saying that I'm against legalizing pot or even against uh, you know the crea original Ephelia. creator's vision. Ephebophilia. It's it's please more, get it right. It's oh, more sorry. what is it? Ephebophilia? Oh jeez. So it's good, that, it's good that you don't know. Okay, yeah, yeah. The moment that somebody very, very vehemently makes the distinction between pedophilia and ephebophilia is when you just I don't know Wait, what that so is. What is the turn off the monitor and go away. What's what's the the One is an attraction to a prepubescent girl and the other is an attraction to post pubescent girl. Uh so But Jesus post, Christ. Wait, hold on. Post post pubescent but with the ceiling on it? Well, post pubescent but not legal. So a girl. Oh my god. That's weird though. That's that's, that's almost worse. It's kind of worse, yeah, because it's justified. Uh, it's just like I just don't like the law. Basically, yeah, no, dudes will say she's she can bear children, therefore it's fun like it's nature physically okay telling. for yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, it's essentially yeah, it's, it's like, like how Nambla It's just state like, of nature, points, man. They point to the Romans like they would wrestle all the yep. time. Yep. <laughs> like, that's... well, we're not Romans anymore and they're all dead. So there's some Roman stuff. Okay. Yeah, you know. Well, anyway, circling, <laughs> on. circling back all the Caesar. way to the difficulty yeah. uh, conversation. Know, it's difficult out there if you just love 14 year olds. Um, yeah. Boys. Be rough. I mean, like, it real. It's, well, it's one of those things where like we, we we just got into a discussion about art because we're all trying to interpret whether or not this guy just wants to play a really really hard game, or I, I think what's defined by his experience is that he needs other people's experiences to be bad. Hmm. So and, and so and, and but I don't think that's wrong. By the way, I think that that's something that is uh, innate to humans in the sense that, for example, if I go to a movie and I enjoy the movie and James doesn't enjoy the movie, then I had a good experience, and James had a bad experience. However, if James then describes to me, I didn't have a good experience, and here's why, it will affect my experience. So, I'm I'm learning that with Yelp reviews. Yeah, like, yeah. It's this weird. I'm I'm starting to just not look at them anymore because we've had this discussion. Before. Oh, that's wise. It's all polarizing. Mm. Where it's either this is the worst restaurant I've ever been to in my life, or oh my god, these eggs will give you an orgasm. And it's usually always just kind of somewhere in the middle. Mm -hmm. uh, because typically, if anyone ever tells you something is the best thing ever, yeah, you not. you go into it and you go, yeah, it's okay, right? Because mm -hmm. you were expecting a life changing thing. When we all know, the life changing things typically come when you're not expecting them. Mm. Hmm. Wow. 
Very profound, Adam. Let's throw some more philosophy onto this. I think I've said this several times before, but I want to be with a fourteen-year-old. At the age of, at the age of, <laughs> it's not wrong. Nature tended it this way. The, Romans the, did it. At the Gross. age of thirty-one, I've come to the the ultimate conclusion that all human beings wish to be considered individuals yet part of a group. Yeah. Yep. They want the best of both. And it's it's right. it's and it's not it's not anyone's fault. It's just it's it's just weird psychology. What, it's sociology, man. Like. Like, don't put me in a, don't group me, but I want to make sure I have other people that agree with me, please. You know, <laughs> you know what's interesting about that? Uh, I was just, I, just the other day I was reading about this, um, that individualism is coming from uh, today's society, usually Western society. Hmm. Uh, that wasn't always the case. I mean, like that in, in human, human history, that's not like, it's not like that all the time. Yeah. Uh, so we want, we want our own freedoms. We want, uh, like you said, we want everybody to feel like we're not conforming to anything, hmm. but instinctually... Humans have to be part of a group. They have to be. That's how you survive. That's how you survive. And as you get older, you start realizing you do need companionship. And you do need to figure out how to meet in the middle with someone. Um, and I think, and this is, boy, this is going to be really offensive to a lot of our viewers. Oh. Uh, they're younger. Ooh. So they haven't reached that age yet, which sounds ridiculous because I'm, I'm dating myself. But when I was younger, I, that's what I always thought. I was like, well, who gives a shit? As long as it's me, it's me, right? No, that's not the case. The older you get, the more you'll realize, oh, wait a minute, you're just lonely. And, uh, and the more lonely you get, the more you realize you have to compromise. You have to, you have to, all of a sudden, you have to start adjusting to other humans. And again, instinctually, that's what humans are. Hmm. They are not meant to live alone. And uh, as you get older, uh, like James just said, you'll, you want to be an individual, but you also want to be part of a group. Uh, and one will kind of win out the other in a lot of different scenarios. Uh, you'll see. <laughs> you'll get there. And Bruce is right. And as you get older, there is something that gets more difficult. Oh, uh, ad read. Yep. You, you felt it coming a mile <laughs> away, Bruce. Uh, then that's sleep. But our, our fine friends at Casper can help you with that. Uh, don't make sleeping more difficult than it needs to be. Buy a Casper mattress today. Uh, so, schlocky reading aside, goddamn. Casper mattresses are wonderful. I sleep on one every night. Oh yeah? Yeah, I do. It's good shit, huh? It's really great actually. Yeah, it's really really good. So this is this is a refrain that I brought up a lot, but if you if you're maybe just graduating college or entering the workforce, you're becoming an adult, you're decking out your own place, you can you can sleep on your shitty like twin mattress from college that was on the floor and had sheets maybe half the time. As good as the day as I found it on the highway. Basically, yeah. <laughs> Sprayed it down with Febreze and ready to go. No, I it's fine to live like that for a while, but once you start to earn money, it's okay to live well. And part of living well is is kind of decking out the things in your life that you spend a lot of time doing, but you don't tend to care about because you're young, uh, or maybe maybe you got old and didn't never really thought about it. But holy shit, having a nice having a nice mattress, having a nice bed, is the, the greatest thing. Uh, the emotional the emotional respite of laying down on a nice mattress at the end of a hard day cannot be uh, understated. I don't think overstated. That was the one. <laughs> Uh, Casper mattresses are, are fucking great, uh, essentially. Uh, you can, and you can also try it for 100 days. They have a risk-free oh, return policy. Wow. If you don't like it, after 100 days, they will pick it up. You don't even have to, like, bother with shipping it, and they'll refund you. So, essentially, you get a real-life test for it, and they don't cost that much more than an actual mattress. Uh, it's $500 for a twin and 950 for a king-sized mattress. Um, that's about what mattresses cost. Oh, absolutely. So not only are you not really paying more than getting a full new mattress, but it's also a lot better. And it comes in this awesome, like, hyper-sealed package. 
just be careful about how you open it because it will inflate rapidly. Yeah, yeah. It pops right open. It shoved me against the wall. It was pretty cool. <laughs> felt like I was in Benny Hill for a second. Uh, but hopefully we have convinced you to, to care for your back and your ass while you sleep. Um, so you can get $50 towards any mattress purchase by going to casper.com slash dudesoup and using our code dudesoup. Uh, they say terms and conditions apply. It's a little ominous. I'm not sure what that means, but it's probably nothing to worry about. Uh, once more, that's uh, casper.com slash dudesoup and use our promo code dudesoup for $50 off uh, new mattresses. And Jesus Christ, you should try it out. Uh, so thank you for your sponsorship, Casper. Um, I look forward to sleeping on your mattress again tonight. <laughs> Every day. Oh, so, um, so a thought occurred to me, and this is this is even deeper. We're gonna go even deeper. Oh, into wow, this. even deeper. Even deeper. Said? So, so uh, I can summarize the consensus we've arrived at so far, which is that art is both is both it's a combination of personal experience and creator's intent, um, and that combination is what creates individual meaning for a a player or a viewer. Um, in that respect, then, is a backlash towards easier gaming the evidence of the first generation gap in gaming culture because, and, and you know, let me explain this. It won't take long, but essentially there's a whole generation of gamers that got reared on very difficult games. And in that re regard, seeing the ending was it's the ultimate reward. Um, and you didn't get to cheat. And if there were code, if there were codes or whatever, you could take the bitch way out. But like, you didn't get to see level six and battle toads without having to earn it in some respect. You could start with more lives and you could take warps, but, there were certain levels that I just never saw as a kid because I wasn't good enough. So if you were on the, you know, if you were at school or whatever talking about your experience with a game and some other guys like, oh my God, you, you can't wait until you get to level five. It's like, a, it's like the surfboard level and there, and there are these like cool little whirlpools that suck you down. That's incentive to go back and play. However, if as a kid I could have just hit a button and see every level in Battletoads at a stretch and then be done with it, I wouldn't have had nearly the impact that it did. And I think ultimately part of that is you have this whole crew of gamers that grew up playing games in a certain way and having a certain experience with them that they really like. And I think the core of it is they want other people to have that experience too. So when they're kind of shouting down this stuff, what I hear is not so much this game is ruined because other people can beat it. It's that I had an experience with games that I really treasure and I'm scared that that's going away. So this isn't a counter to that. This is just another perspective. But remember when there was a time when you didn't get to see two people fucking unless you got into a very close relationship with another human being, spent a, spent a fair enough time with them that they trusted you to take off all their clothes, and then you took off all your clothes, and then you fucked them. Yeah, yeah that's really <laughs> difficult. Lot, that's really, now, very difficult. It's it's not an easy game. Yeah. And there are no cheat codes. Well, I mean, I guess so there are. are but they're, like alcohol. They're, yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> but, um, but remember when that was the case. Yeah. Now, propose, say you, I said... To preserve that experience, that rewarding, fulfilling experience, I removed all pornography. Right. It's not exact parallel. There are, but I'm, I'd rather have the option of no, both. There are a lot of there are a lot of people who, I mean, I grew up in the church, man. That is exactly the logic. Uh, which is that you grew up in the church where a ton of people were watching porn and telling other no, people I know. not to watch porn. I know, the, the, but <laughs> but I, I I had a lot of adults who even at the time I didn't believe, but would be like, listen, my wife and I waited until we were married to have sex or even kiss mm -hmm. and it was worth it and it, you know when i was a kid i was like oh you're justifying it to yourself like i that was the vibe i got but at the same time there are people who will legitimately argue that the experience of waiting until you are married is better and promotes a better type of relationship whether or not that's true or they personally believe it or just trying to reinforce it for themselves i can't say because i'm not in their head 
But there are people who legitimately argue that. Yeah, I know. But we got to worry about society, not them. Right. Yeah. And that's and that's the catch is that like there are people that that experience totally works for. Um, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. And you know, like that's that's and then and I guess that's what we're boiling down to here with games are hard is that if that's your experience, if you want your game to be really, really hard, then go play a really hard game. You know, like then go find every other Dark Souls and Bloodborne and whatever else. Like mm -hmm. or if you want it to be really easy, then play Star Fox on the easy mm -hmm. mode. Um, and that's the cool thing about video games and pornography is that there are thousands of different experiences that you can find at any given point. Oh. So right now, that's probably the, like, we live in a really cool world where we can do that and uh, you can find those experiences. But I, I still understand. I still understand where they're coming from when it comes to, like, well, I want everybody else to have a, the same experience I'm having. Mm -hmm. uh, I get it. It actually requires more maturity now in this world than it used to. Because the because the experiences were less. It, huh. it is a strange thing though. I'm I'm with you there, and I'm I'm tired of. I'm sure you're tired of hearing because I'm tired of saying it. Um, I like this world we live in where you have a million different options, and it is strange to be like, no, this is how you have fun. Yeah. Let people enjoy whatever they want to enjoy. Right. Um. You know, unless you know pedophilia is involved. If pedophilia. <laughs> Nature <laughs> intended it to be that way. Well, I mean, We're it goes just back... us with our laws, our, our dogmatic Puritan laws. <laughs> do do what you Religion want. Religion ruins everything. Do what you want that has the least impact, especially negative, yeah. on <laughs> the lives of others. You know. Yeah. Well, that's so, that's just a pretty pretty basic and axiomatic way to live. Like, do whatever you want what? as long as it doesn't harm anyone. Hold on, Elise has something she wants well, to say. The you like Yarny? Yeah. Well, well so she... even I didn't like Yarny. Actually, <laughs> that's weird. I liked Unravel quite a bit. That's okay though, Elise. You're allowed to not like things. Well, we, you're talking about like Sherlock Holmes and stuff, right? Like yeah, yeah, mystery that's... games, Agatha right. Christie. But, but you have fun with those. That's yeah, that's that's I'm your experience, though. Technically, I'm getting through yeah. them. It's oh, well, that's weird. That's well, not great, but yeah. you don't want to play. Obligation and all things. I mean, play what you want to play because you want to play it. it. Should never feel like a job. That's always my my oh, favorite yeah. thing. It does for least apparently. Well, yeah. Or any well, MMO like, trapped game like Destiny or the or Division. The person tries to justify pirating a game. They're like. I played it for 30 hours and I didn't have any fun. They're like, what were you doing? Yeah. I'm bored. You just got 30 hours of your life to pony up to something you don't some like? Yeah. Do. yeah, I mean, yeah. So, well, and I also, guess, some people want to play Dark Souls because of that. Like, we always say it's like a, it's a punch in the ball simulator because they just want to get through it and they want to say they got through it. Yeah. Well, but, but there's also joy when you beat it because it's so fucking hard. Where it's I, like, I oh, mean, man. We're, this, uh, I, I know the feeling as I went through it where I'm like, you're like, this is impossible, this is impossible. Oh, not impossible. But was it joy or relief? It's indi both, we're yeah. individuals though. That's the thing though. For yeah. him, it's joy. For me, I've I've fought a boss in Bloodborne and then beaten it and gone like, well, that was stupid. Right. Like that yeah. was my takeaway. Like yeah. I didn't feel any satisfaction. Now that's just my pr Adam could have fought the exact same boss, and I know for a fact that millions of other people fought that same boss because of how successful the game was and how praised it was, yeah. and they had a completely different reaction. So you know, who we're all individuals, man, and I'm not gonna try and take away their bosses. <laughs> Well, here, here's then here's a, a follow-up question for you. Would you say that Dark Souls, as an experience, would be fundamentally altered if they added an easy mode to it? Um, because it has a reputation now, and it has a it has an image because it doesn't have that. We we suggested that a while ago. Yeah. That just buried. No, for people it. hate it, and I, and I think I think it's because Dark Souls, as a gameplay experience, is so tied to that. That adding an easy mode or a no death mode would essentially, in a lot of gamers' minds, undo what makes it Dark Souls. So yeah, go ahead. I mean, I was just gonna say there's there's a 
a complication of gaming, I think, that you can do. There's certain games where you're playing it and you're like, oh, this is this is the this is the point. This is the median where they, they set the AI, they set the difficulty or whatever. Yeah. And, and it, below this, they're just dumb, right? We were gonna we were thinking about playing uh CSGO the other day. Oh yeah. Yesterday, right? And um and so I was like, oh, I'm gonna go on to make sure my controls or whatever, make sure everything's good against bots. And I went against bots and I set it to easy. And there was a moment where all the bad guys, all the terrorists, gathered in a group and just stared at the <laughs> counter-terrorist groups. They didn't they didn't start shooting, they didn't take any shots, they didn't do anything. They just gathered, grouped up, and stared, and then everyone just shot into the big grouping of guys that weren't firing back, and it's like that's not how the game yeah. is necessarily intended right, right. if you're fighting against bots. But they, but the developers built it in there. But it's because... built it in. It's built in there, and I feel. But it feels like the dial was not point, pointed straight up the middle. It was turned pretty far right. this way because they want people to feel like yeah. they're leveling up. They want people to feel like they're getting better at the game. Right? I, I guess there's just no way to get satisfaction. It's purely there. It's purely there, so you can just do it. I guess, and I, I feel like there would be a way. For Dark Souls to have an easy mode, because is, there is a trainer, right? Isn't there a trainer on I PC? Mean, yeah, but it's not it's not created by the creators of the game. No, no, yeah. Therefore, oh, right, right. I think by, it's made by like modern. Yeah, yeah. I think then the statement is like, and and this also goes back to the YouTube statement. Um, if you want to, if you want to go outside of the intended experience of a game and find help, that's different than the creators then embracing that way. So it's it's kind of like. If you're in a movie and somebody's somebody's just like on their phone, they're altering their movie experience. You didn't really choose to do that though, and the, certainly the creators didn't intend for you to do that, or even be in a room with somebody who's doing that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap it all in. All I'm right, wrap it all in right now. Package it all up. Okay, so number one, how many of those people that played Dark Souls didn't ever look up anything else about Dark Souls and played all the way through? So that's the weird part because Dark Souls is is like you're getting at pretty much designed to be beaten collaboratively. Right, it's a community game. So let's go all the way back to what we were talking about with community. And how they want everybody to, they, basically these people, I feel like they're saying, well, no, I want it to be hard so that only a select few get the ending. But it's if it's a group experience and we all need to be going, and like, again, we all need to be a community. Humans need to be a community. Which one is it? Hmm. That, the, the, I feel like that dichotomy there does not resolve itself. Um, and so they have to play Dark Souls in a vacuum. I've tried to do that. They, they have hard. to play. They have to never look it up on YouTube. They have to never well, look we, up any strategies. We did that with Dark Souls three because we had to play it early. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And it's this weird thing where like, because like we didn't know where the fuck to go. Never played the game before. We were Brand figuring new. it out though. That's we cool. were figuring it out. Yeah, but it was like this sort of like you can kind of feel the sense of like community, but then also I could feel the eyes in the back of my head of like, imagine if I was live streaming this and there's just people going, "Oh my god, oh, yeah, you yeah. piece, go left." And you're like, no, "That's gonna happen soon, Adam." I I know, <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, but. I kind of like having my privacy. I like being able to enjoy things in my own way. Right now, someone is watching me, half paying attention to Day of the Tentacle, being like, why aren't you saying this to the horse? Right, yeah. By the way, we're playing Day of the Tentacle. Playing Day of the Tentacle. It's a great oh, game. shit, we should have met. I thought we did mention that. Uh, it doesn't really matter. You should mute it completely because it's all dialogue. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, regardless, it's just Tell like, me what to do. I, I enjoy playing games at my own pace and the way I want to play them, and I don't like telling other people how to enjoy their entertainment. I, I I think going back to the question of would would some, an easy mode ruin the game? Hey, it's Joel. I don't know the answer to that. I don't. I have no idea what the answer to that one. is. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. I don't think there is an answer. Honestly, it's not like math. But I do think that there are enough games that if I tried it and I didn't like it, I should I should be able to play something else that is of the difficulty level that I want it to be. 
And so that's the beauty of like you were saying about pornography or video (laughs) games. There's so many of them that I can walk away and find something else if I really want to. If I if I still want to experience, I'll watch someone else play, or I'll just grind away at it and maybe hate my life. And then and then at the end, I can go, was that worth it? Was it not worth it? And then you know, again, Mm -hmm. assess it on an individual level because that's what we are. Oh, I saw saw a thread earlier today where they're saying uh, like top Twitch streamers are gonna get Dark Souls three early. Top comment was like, "Like, oh great, I can watch a bunch of people who I don't care for watching this game and spoil the the story for me." No thanks. And then there's someone who's very very open minded. Goes, no one's forcing you, man. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not going to. Great. So just don't. But I. But then I could see the gear starting. He was like, "No, but I need to let people know that." Right. I'm not gonna watch this. Like, okay, thank you. Cool. All right, we'll see you later. Bye. Yeah. Yeah, No, I know. But I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, I know. He heard you. And, you that, can... and that's well, and that's how it is, like in a group of friends. When you're in a, fr- a group of friends, and one friend is like, "I don't want to see that movie," and every other friend is like, "I want to see that movie," they're like, "Okay, dude. Well, we'll see you after the movie." Yeah, you know, like that's sort of yeah. what happens. And like, when you are in a group and you're all humans together, eventually you have to relent and be like, "Okay, you know what? I'll fuck it. I'll see the movie," because you want to hang out with people, you want to be with people. That's and and what's what's weird about the internet and that this this sort of thing is you don't you're not necessarily with people, so you can say, mm. "Fuck you, I'm out." <laughs> right, you can say that kind of thing, and you can. But then, if you keep doing that to everybody on the internet and in real life or whatever else, you're back to being alone. So it's it's this is a it's a weird. Uh, that's when you tell it. That's when you tell yourself it's their fault, not yours. Boy, and if you if you're saying that about everybody around you, officially you are, I think, not a human being anymore. <laughs> you're kind of yeah. You're kind of out of think, out of the human race at that point. Yeah, and the. And people have done that before, done the Walden thing where they just kind of peace out and, you know, for philosophical reasons or whatever, but yeah. it does kind of seem like I, I I I have faith that the human race will deal with this. Oh no, they yeah, yeah, sure. But you're right, uh compromises it's, it's a it's a failing art. Well, it's, it's going I, away. The, a, a, a good example of this is the the movie Into the Wild, which mm. I don't know if anybody ever oh, saw. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I haven't seen the movie. So the kid it's where the it's uh it's a it's Sean a really Penn movie. And it's it's funny cuz right. when it first started, when the movie first started, uh, basically, yeah, it's about this kid that like leaves his parents and leaves his family, leaves his friends, and he's like, "I'm gonna go hike alone yeah. because I don't like anything," and I'm not, and like he has cool experiences along the way. At the very, spoiler alert, at the very end, he dies, uh, and uh, he dies it's based on a true story. It, it, based on a true story, he yeah. dies because he like eats a poison berry or something. He doesn't didn't realize it was poison, and one of the things he writes in his journal at the very end is he realizes experiences should be shared. And uh, I remember that was very pointed for me because when I was watching that movie, I knew exactly where it was going <laughs> and I knew exactly what was going to happen. And I was like, this motherfucker doesn't realize that the human experience is about being with other humans, not about being alone. And when he dies, that's, that's what he realizes. So anyway. something, something to be said about that, though, is that the, the um, reason a book like that is written is because the author identified that there were enough people out there that would see something Absolutely, in this. Absolutely, yes, yes. But yes. that but that but then you should also do the double flipperoo, which is that if there are enough people out there, then of that group, maybe there are some people that wouldn't necessarily be at the end of their life be like they would have been like, this was fucking awesome. Like yeah. I'm so glad I got to experience this by myself, you know? Yeah, that's and that's it goes back to individualism, you know. Well yeah, well I mean again, that's like if you do that enough, though, that's that's what I mean. I guess yeah. eventually, it, like, when you, nobody it, wants to die alone, we right? can we. It's easy to point the compass in the direction of society as a whole, sure. but that doesn't mean you'll catch all the fish with you as of you course, go. Of course. So what the author was doing was like, 
this is kind of where things are going. I'm pointing the compass, and this is what I'm feeling things out. But that isn't. It isn't unreasonable to assume that there may be some fish left behind sure, as sure. you continue on. Of course. I don't know. It's, no, I see it's, what you're saying. Understanding the human condition is something that people have failed to fully do for the last 8 billion yeah, years. Yeah, for as long as humans so, have existed? Yeah. Um, 10,000 no. years? Yeah, <laughs> yeah sorry, 6,000 mm. years. So anyways, easy mode on Dark Souls. Ever yeah. since Eve <laughs> and Adam in the garden got what I, to fucking... What I, yeah, what I would... I guess what I would tell... Anyone who's mad about these sorts of things, because in a two degree I am, uh, not mad, but I think I understand, I understand the knee-jerk reaction to be like, no, why would you do that? Um, is that, maybe in a sense, and, and this is me, me speaking to myself, at all, but also embrace that what you grew up with, or, or what you identified with gaming is changing, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. And that also, if you like playing Star Fox on hard, that's fine. Uh, there may be some kid out there who can't beat it on hard right away and would stop playing it if that were his or her only option. But an invincibility mode might give that person a chance to play it through and see these levels that they never played before. And maybe they love it so much they play it on easy 20 times. And then they get to memorize all the enemy patterns and they're like, shit, this is boring now, I want to step it up. And they go to easy and normal and then maybe hard. Um, it's the idea of converting um, non-gamers into, into hardcore gamers or whatever. Oh, I see. And this is purely me speaking from the perspective of saying that you don't have to be so exclusionary um, and angry whenever anything is different. Um, this, this sort of thing happened when the Wii came out. I remember a lot of, a lot of especially a lot of people said that this is the death of Nintendo because there's that whole Nintendo hard thing. A lot of people used to associate them with like NES games and Nintendo was the core hardcore gaming company. They never really were. It was yeah. just a function of the times. Well, they made because toys they had sake. like 56 kilobytes to make exactly. a game. And they had to make it last. You yeah. had to put down your fucking $60 in 1989. Uh, um, it's, welcome it's, to the Old Man podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's weird too to that, that... But the old men are the ones complaining now. At least I, I hope. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, because otherwise what are they comparing it to? Yeah, um, right. But I was, on top of that, it's weird to think about... Star Fox is the game you put your heels in the sand over. It's just because, one of many, I think. Uh, it is, but it's weird that, that that's what's prompting this discussion that we're having right now, a game that I beat when I was like 10. 10, yeah, and I'm really young. And I'm not better then than I am now. I'm probably a lot better at problem solving and gaming than I was then, so. I always thought Star Fox was like two games away from being like Sonic level of just like who gives a shit? Just plow through it. Yeah. Well, no, not plow through it, but for the fact, like, like Sonic's a joke right now. Yeah. Like, like we put a scarf on him, still a joke. It's still just oh, like, I see. I see. like furry lovers just love Sonic, <laughs> and that that's about as good as it's gonna get probably hmm. for Sonic yeah. next until you know Nintendo buys it from Sega when they go under. Oof. What? <laughs> I, they already have their mascot. They don't need no Sonic. Man, I love Sonic so much. <laughs> no. No one's ever said that. That's not true. Well, if you like thinking they're <laughs> just generally masturbating. Yeah. <laughs> He's so fast, and Tails got two tails in the old butthole. His name's Miles. Miles Prower. Who? Tails' name is Miles. His real name is Miles Prower. I love seeing Bruce's reaction to these things. Head and hands. Bruce, did oh. you hear me? No, no, I heard Do you. Do you get it? He goes fast. Just like the, the kick combination could be a throw or who, whatever. Who at Sega was like, eats chili dogs? He loves them. I, that's one of my favorite <laughs> no things about Sega's, Sonic. No, I don't think anyone at cartoon, Sega right? said that. Yeah, that yeah, was from the cartoon, cartoon that oh, I'm really? pretty sure no Sega... Okay. A Sega executive was like, sure, you can make a cartoon, just don't make it stupid. They're yeah. like, chili dogs! <laughs> as, I, as I get older, I just I really appreciate Nintendo a lot more and just how they have created these timeless characters like Link and 
Mario where like they don't really they never talk really they say a couple lines like there's no character development behind them whatsoever that's not true Sonic likes chili dogs well, well that he's comparing it and he grew to love chili dogs even oh, more oh, 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 oh. contrast yeah. Sonic has more character so like you go to Disneyland and <laughs> it's always deep. like does, kind of, I feel like I'm whisked away into a magical land and then you go to Universal Studios and like look it's despicable me oh, you know, yeah. like, that's how I feel about Sega, where it's just like, oh. it's this disposable thing <laughs> that will be forgotten. Like, like Shrek's a fucking joke. Oh, Sega. But you go there and it's like, oh, Shrek 40. God, I miss Tomorrowland. <laughs> so there you go. Sonic. I don't know. Tomorrowland's got some weird shit, too. Well, yeah, but it's better than Sonic Land. That is true. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, though. God, Sonic Land would be some, something else. <laughs> Just smell weird. It smell like chili. Chili dogs. Chili dogs. There was a ride. There's a ride that buckled you in here. Yeah, you just had to run. And, and you just had to keep moving your legs and just moving you around. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, and it's just blast, it has speakers on either side of your head that's just blasting Sonic songs. That sounds awesome. Yeah. We should design a Sonic theme park. Oh man. <laughs> Damn. And we should sell it to. Sega? Nobody. Oh, Sega. Sega gives money. It. God, Sega can... doesn't have enough money to buy our so, ideas. Having having worked in a GameStop when a new Sonic game comes out, could you imagine the crowd that would line up for the opening day of Sonic Land? God damn, there'd be some that weirdos. Guy in the outfit looking a little sheepish. <laughs> yeah, there'd be like yeah. a dude in a squirrel costume playing Sonic on two DSs at the same time. I don't think uh, I've met anybody that actually likes Sonic for real. Uh, Miles. Uh, Miles like Sonic. Miles oh, I can't wait to rip I, I was him. a Genesis kid. I loved Sonic. Well, sure, yeah. Sonic but, was my yeah. jam. People well, were playing Super Mario World. I was playing Sonic the Hedgehog two. Yeah, <laughs> not me more uh, though. Well, 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 no, because I remember my, my introduction. Good. My introduction to Miles was we did the Gauntlet together, and there, we had a lot of downtime. Oh, my name the, is Miles. I love those, Sonic. He had one of those games cases. Oh, he's playing Sonic Generations. And he's like, like, hey, you having fun there? He goes, yeah. I'm like, too bad Sonic's not good anymore. And he's like. Oh, hold on, hold on. What? <laughs> hold on. Sonic Generations was good, but that's because it was just a throwback game to yeah. all the other Sonic games. Sonic yeah. Generations was a good game, probably the last good one. To be fair, when he was playing it, it was the uh, Dreamcast style, ah, you know, yeah, yeah. move fast. And he was you know, like, uh, it looked like I'd punched his mother. We'd become friends by the end. Uh, <laughs> we got to fight everything. <laughs> but Miles is one of those guys who's like unapologetically like, oh, he'll actually, he apologizes. He's like, I love Sonic, but I get it. I get it. That's a fucking joke, but I do love it. And it's a part of my childhood. Right. Like, well, okay. it's like me watching Flash. Like, I know Flash isn't a good television show, but I still watch it. I can tell you that it's not good. It would be, I think it, even more so than that, imagine if you had always watched Flash since you were a kid. Imagine you were wow. a 10-year-old Bruce, yeah, and you were hurts. watching... Well, there was that show, remember? Yeah. There, there was, was a Flash television show. There, 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 if you there watched, are throwbacks to that in the new show. Imagine yeah. if you watched that when you were, yeah. like, 10 years old, and it's your favorite show. Oof. And mm -hmm. then they brought back Flash after, you know, kind of a hiatus of whateverness, and then it, and you're like, fuck right. Well, that's like you defending Power Rangers. Like, you like Power Rangers because you've watched so much of it. I think even from your childhood, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I'm, I'm pretty apologetic. We all, yeah, we know, we know that it's not good. And I don't recommend it to anyone. Right, yeah, we know that it's not good, but you still like it. Yeah. I'm, I'm the, I, wait, but wait, I, was gonna, I was going to say, any, nobody likes Sonic. I don't think Miles even likes Sonic. <laughs> no, I think you he actually... talked to Miles and find out. They keep making games, though. Someone's playing them. Who? Individuals. <laughs> Who, like 10 of them? You, the ones that want to die alone in the wilderness? Yes, they come out of the woodwork when Sonic games come out. Man, when Shadow the Hedgehog came out, holy shit. The, Some um, weirdo kids. I'm... I, I am a big Batman fan, we, as we're all going to go see the movie this weekend, but I watched one of the new animated movies they did. Mm -hmm. That They've been doing this whole run with the whole yeah. Damien storyline and stuff like that, but like, holy shit. This new one is called like Bloodlines or something. So there's Batwoman, who's uh -huh. a lesbian. They're, they're very adamant about pushing that one forward. Uh, and then there's Batwing, 
who is Lucius Fox's kid, Oy. who finds like a space suit, and he's like, "I was a marine." Cool. Now I'm this. So at one point they're like, "Bat people assemble," and I'm just like, "Fuck oh, this! Wow. This is so bad." <laughs> and Batman himself has been kidnapped, and he's like out of the picture for most of the movie. <laughs> and I was just like, <sighs> "That sounds awesome." I watched it on a plane. I was just like, "I'm I'm done. I'm done with this." This is bad. I'm go but I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Yeah, that's because you're Batman fan. Saturation. I'm going to yeah. go on a limb and say all those WB, or most of those WB anime things are not very good. It, sorry. I uh, feel sorry. the same way about There's only Daredevil. a couple. There's only a couple. Yeah. The, I watched The Dark Knight Returns. Those are, yeah, those, those are good. Those are really good. Those are good. Oh, that's those are it. fantastic. Well, yeah. So they're doing killing jokes. So they, they balance it oh, out. They have basically the shit tier, which is like the New 52 stuff, which started with like uh, Justice League Justice Doomsday League, or whatever. Garbage, yeah. Didn't they already reboot New 52? Yeah, so that's what they're doing. They're taking that line and they're making it into an animated, like, ongoing series of, like, there's Batman, he's got a kid now, and then there's the Court of Owls, but we'll truncate that into, you know, half an hour. It's not good. It's not good. I watched it. Yeah, none of those are really good. Um, but then, then they're doing, like, Dark Knight Returns and then Killing Joke, and they're taking these old things and remastering them in, like, uh, Batman Year One and stuff like that. But they're going to run out, which sucks. But um, And then it's time to reboot it again. Let's take it again. Maybe they'll do Sonic Returns. <gasps> like, the, oh, wow. the Dark Sonic Returns. Dark Sonic! They, they already, evil they already have Dark Shadow. Remember Shadow? Yeah. He had a dead. gun. They got him. There's two guns. They did that. Any rail grinds. No, but what about like a Sonic, but an evil Sonic? That's him. Like a that's twin. Shadow. Yeah, that's Shadow. Yeah, I'm there's sure also he's, isn't he made from Sonic's DNA? Yeah, I think he's a clone. Yeah. Um, and then also Shadow can oh, turn into bad. a werewolf sometimes. Yeah. And then also there, I think there is a Dark Shadow who's like. What's the white one? Uh, what? the, there's a white hedgehog. Yeah, there is silver. I think it's silver. The hedgehog. Silver. Silver. That sounds awesome. He's like a government experiment. Does he like chili dogs too? Uh, I guess he could telekinetically put a chili dog in his mouth. <laughs> Man, I want to see I want to see a hedgehog create a chili dog through telekinesis. What, what they're doing? All with, the ingredients levitating. What they're doing with <laughs> Batwoman and Batwing and all that is like what they do with Sonic when they're like and knuckles and tails and tails and silver and shadow and um here's a fat thing. What's the bat? <laughs> There's a bat the character. Uh all the, oh the, yeah the bat. She's got the girl and yeah. people. She's like wearing that. a bustier. On oh, mm -hmm. Amy. Don't forget about no, Amy. Amy's different. Amy Amy's is Amy is Rose. Is one? Rose. I think it's probably Rose. Oh is it? yep. It's all garbage. Don't you have an ad read? Yes. <laughs> Get us out of the Sonic way. <laughs> speaking speaking of sexy underwear, uh, our other sponsor for this uh, episode of Dude Soup is Mac Weldon, who makes probably the finest underwear I've ever put around my junk. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty great shit. Uh, so they they use a uh, premium fabrics and a simple shopping experience at MacWeldon.com. Uh, the products are naturally antimicrobial, which is pretty cool. Which means they also sell undershirts and things like that. So, if you got if you got some crotch stank at the end of the day, first of all, consider wiping a little more thoroughly. <laughs> Second of all, get you some Mac Weldon underwear. You might stink, but your underwear won't, or your undershirt, or whatever you happen to buy. Uh, they also sell socks. So, odors of any kind, they will clad and hide for you. Um, they want you to be comfortable. So, if you don't like your first pair, you can keep it, and they will still refund you, no questions asked. So, it's another risk-free shopping experience if you if you feel like your genitals have not been properly cradled until this point in your life and this can definitely fall under the you don't know what you're missing category so uh, I encourage you to give it a shot go to MacWeldon.com and get 20% off using promo code soup s-o-u-p that's MacWeldon.com and get 20% off using our promo code soup thank you MacWeldon for treating our treating our genitals proper and giving our fans the chance to to try that as well you wearing your Macs? I am I'm wearing mine I think I am. No, I'm wearing boxers. I didn't oh, want to no. wear. I didn't want to wear tight underwear today. Hey, does Sonic have genitals? Uh, no, no he's he pretty smooth. Pants on. Yeah, he doesn't Depends have pants. He has a scarf. Oh, I, I have seen. So it's interesting. I'm glad you brought that up, Bruce. Yeah. Because there are there are parts of Sonic's body that are 
ostensibly covered in needles, and then other parts that are ostensibly either furry or not furry at all, like his belly. Yeah. I have seen his penis drawn in so many different ways. <laughs> what do you mean? Where? Sometimes it looks like a dog. Yeah, sometimes he's got a little red rocket. Sometimes it's just oh, a fleshy bit. Sometimes it's a, a human dick on a Sonic. <laughs> sometimes it's blue and furry. What is So what does a hedgehog's penis actually look like? Oh, shit, I don't, I don't want to look, look that up. up. I do not just like a pink little thing. Yeah, that's like a red up. rocket, probably, yeah. right? I used to have a, a, a hedgehog and... Yeah, he just had a little little belly button. I never saw him aroused and never wanted to. No, Did you ever try and arouse him? him? No. He didn't love you. I would I would rub his tummy sometimes, and then he would just like wiggle his stupid little feet around. Oh. Hedgehogs are cute when they're trying to stay alive. Was he fast? No. Hedgehogs are not fast. They have to go fast. All right. I mean, I, as preachers of prey, I, creatures of prey. There we go. I imagine that they can run quickly, but oh, Sonic's a predator. Pred pred predates those. Wait, is Sonic dogs? a predator or a prey? Sonic hedgehogs I mean, up hedgehogs are prey. Yes, they eat plants and they get they get eaten by are you large listening birds. To How is Sonic then a, a superhero? They didn't uh, think hard with chili dogs. Yeah, he's chili dogs. His villain is a fat. He's a, a fat predator. He's a predator of chili dogs. <laughs> His villain is not a, like a hawk that would swoop down and pick him apart. His best friend is a fox that everyone thought was a female until it was realized that Wait, really people yeah, thought I thought it was Miles oh. Teller. No, when they when they gave out that little poster, remember the poster that had two silhouettes, and you're like, "Oh, there's, there's a, a second one." <laughs> <laughs> I think you were the only person saying that in front oh, of the well. GameStop. That wasn't, wasn't GameStop. Game it was EB Games or Babbage's. Babbage's, yeah, one of those two. <laughs> well, given that we were, I guess, yeah, we were all kind of reared in an era of games where difficulty was the defining. Absolutely, factor. Yeah. Shit, you know I, how fucking impossible this game was as a kid. Yeah, trying to figure this with stuff no out? internet. There's one part. Where you have to, uh, you need vinegar in this game. And what you have to do oh, is you, you have, have, to to put wine. A, you have to put the wine into a time capsule so that it ages and oh becomes vinegar. Gosh, wow. I did not know that wine became vinegar as a kid. Yeah. So imagine. It wasn't a game for kids, maybe. Yeah. Well, I'm saying there was no internet for me to look this up. I already didn't have the internet yeah. to do it. So I was like, imagine figuring that one out or like talking to a friend. He's like, yeah, you just put the wine in there and it's vinegar. I'm like, I learned something today. Thank you, Tim Schafer. So, I mean, that's that's the thing. There's certain... To boil down a game to being one thing is what makes it good or bad doesn't really make any Sonic sense. Sonic likes chili dogs. Sonic liking chili do dogs is good, <laughs> right. but it's not the only thing it. Sonic oh, has going on. for it. So a game like this, like, there's the writing, there's the art, and there's the, there's the puzzle-solving aspect of it. I started playing Grim Fandango in, like, college. I was, like, 20 or something. I was like, I'm going to try Grim, Grim Fandango. I like this game. Yeah, and I got two like probably the equivalent of about ten minutes in, and I was like, I have no idea what to do. Oh yeah, just got to explore, man. And you, the Kinda idea, I mean, the idea guy. is you click on bread. everything, you ask everyone yeah. everything, you try every single item and every single other item, and that's how you learn it. And but I didn't have time for that, <laughs> and so I was like, hmm. I waited, and this is pre YouTube when you would go and they, someone would have a daily motion yeah. gameplay video, or you download it, and they downloaded like a. 20 part silent playthrough, no commentary, someone wow. just doing it the right way of playing Grim Fandango all the way through. And I watched it and I had a great time. I had a great, great, great time watching someone else play. And they even knew that there were like special like dialogue options and they do those before they uh, solved it. So okay. it wasn't just like always the right answer. Yeah. It was like full experience. It's like someone had basically written a script for how they thought the Grim Fandango movie should be, and then they wow. just played out the game in that fashion, and it was a delight. Huh. It was fantastic. 
Um, and I'm really enjoying watching Adam do this because the idea of trying to, th- yes. when he grabbed the map, you grabbed the, the designs for something and changed the flag yeah. in, in Day of the it, Tentacle. In the, in the- John or whatever that yep. was, and I was like, you have to figure out what, what because it's trans. Is. I got that because it's going through time, but I wouldn't have thought Jeez. to put anything in there without knowing that game mechanic, which Adam already knew. And him, it's like I'm having fun watching Adam play. I'm, it's, I'm having it's funny because I have not played this game in 20 years, something yeah. like that, but it is still coming back because all I played was this and Sam and Max. Well, also, so. also, once you know the answer, the answer is obvious, yeah, of course. Yeah, you're like, of course, you use the scalpel to stab the clown. Yeah, <laughs> this part took me forever. What about Sonic? What do you guys know about Sonic? Uh, do you remember about that game? I remember, I remember drowning for the first time and almost crying. Oh yeah, that fuck, that was fucked up. That music, <laughs> Labyrinth Zone. Yeah. yeah. Like, do you remember anything about Sonic, James? Yeah, I remember a ton about like Sonic. What? One, me. two, three, tell, and Knuckles. Tell me. What do you want to know? Tell me what you remember about it. Like you get the Chaos Emeralds. So what? And then you can become Super Sonic. What the, does Super the Sonic bonus, do? He basically becomes Super Saiyan. He's he's invincible he's and he's gold. He can so he's fly. Just like a star. Yeah. Yeah, but in what? your coins, no, he's run gold. Out. No, it's, it's he's, he goes gold. You and mean like Mario when he goes different colors and he's invincible? No, hear? but he's gold. <laughs> Don't you understand? They were ripping off Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> they not kind of were yeah. before it was cool. They were ripping yeah. off Dragon Ball Z, not Mario. They weren't ripping off Mario. Mario? Well, there were other oh. items that could go. You could go invincible. You can get the invincibility item, oh, which that's is right. like a there star, a, which just had just stars you surrounding you yeah. and made you sparkle. This one made you invincible <laughs> and super fast. You mean like? A star. No. Because that's what a star does. No, but you're constantly invincible. invincible. As long as you have coins, the best thing about it is if you got all the Chaos Emeralds and then you got 50 coins, this is in Sonic 2. Rings, asshole. What? This is in Sonic 2. Rings. Rings. Coins? I thought you loved Sonic. Whatever. You, and then you jump up into the air, you hit jump again, he goes, he goes, and he goes gold, Mm -hmm. and then you just blast through the whole stage. Uh, You said coins. You want to hear one of the shittiest presents I ever got? For my birthday, well, if it's Sonic related, then you're a, friend, a liar. I had a, I had a friend who was, he's not really even a friend. He was a kid. <laughs> he just kind of, he was like kind of he a, was a kid. He was a kid named. I'll say his name. His name is Sam. Hey, uh, Sam. This, this is like Uh-oh. second or third Sam's grade. Like, no. Well, uh, he's also in Jingle All the Way. We'll get back. We'll come back to that Whoa. later. Yo, you got James on board. You knew a celebrity and you didn't even tell me. <laughs> he was an extra. Um, oh, you knew a celebrity and you didn't even tell me. <laughs> but I invited. He was. He was like. He was like a like a nerd gamer friend of mine, and like we would talk about stuff. But he was also that one kid who was like, "Oh, you don't play Secret of Mana," and I'm like, "Fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit!" Like, yeah, I play Zelda, and he's like, "Zelda, be that one." It's like, okay. So I invited him to my birthday one year. What he got me. Is hands down the worst present I've ever got. Um, but it was very thoughtful. Uh, he wrote down the Sonic code in Sonic 2, which I didn't own. What's the Sonic code? The Sonic code. The where debug you, code? Yeah, you go in the debug code and you can become any item in the game. Oh, and that way weird. you become supersonic and you give yourself 99 coins and you've got coins forever because you got the debug code. That was his present. He wrote it down on cue cards. That's like a great present. That's not, yeah, that's not the worst present and ever. You had to go into the BGM and yeah. be like, track 45, track 8. Track nine, uh, it track was, forty-two. They're co- track rings, seventeen. You son of a bitch. It, it was the worst present because this Jesus. is the time when Jurassic Park was popular, and he didn't get me a Jurassic Park toy. What oh, a fucker! I yep. see. Yeah, he should have just gotten you a raptor. He could have gotten you battle damage Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah, that would have been way cooler than writing down the Sonic code. What a retard. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he was in Jingle All the Way, and he used his money to buy like a. What scene was a, he a in? Super Nintendo. <laughs> What scene was he? I, I've never seen Jingle All the Way, so I don't know. Scenes to Jingle All the Way. Jingle All the Way is the greatest Christmas film of all time. <laughs> we need to. Um, I love Jingle All the Way. We should There's probably watch it so I can spot him out because I do remember what he looks like. 
little brown kid. <laughs> brown. Let's see. What are their brown kids? I'm going to guess like, the parade at the end. He got like 300 bucks to be in this movie. Oh, sweet. In the 90s, yeah. yeah. And he bought like a Super Nintendo with it, and I never saw him again. Good moves. Way is great. Can you imagine being in Jingle All the Way and buying oh. a Super Nintendo because you were in Jingle All the Way? And knowing the Sonic code. <laughs> My childhood was better than yours. Damn. Well, it sounds like his child. No, no, we're talking about how cool yeah, Sam him. is and not you. Yeah, Sam has got it going on. You were the one that had to have a Sonic code written down for you. For a game I yeah, didn't know. Memorized. Yeah. Oh, I, no, uh, you didn't own it? Oh. I, ne I never owned a Sonic game. Well, neither did I. They're dumb. <laughs> when I was in... Sonic 1, 2, 3, and Knuckles are great games. <laughs> you just stack them on Wait, top of each other? Wait, there's a game called Knuckles? It's, it's Sonic called and Sonic and Knuckles. Knuckles. Oh. And you it was play Knuckles? You always see oh. pictures of it on Reddit because... It, you could, it was a cartridge that had a slot at the top, so that way you could combine it with other Sonic games. Oh, okay. You can play as Knuckles in those games, too. You know that the full name of Knuckles is Knuckles the Echidna? Yeah. What's Isn't an echidna? it Knuckles D Echidna? I, it's I it's like a hedgehog. In Australia. What's yeah. an echidna? It's um, like a hedgehog thing, but with a longer nose. Yeah, it does And I think nothing. it digs in the ground. I have some footage <laughs> on my, my GoPro. I can show it's me. You. What was Knuckles? Uh, can I he only... become Super Knuckles? He could, eventually, but not until later games. <laughs> But his was lame though, because there were super tails as well. But they just had like shadows behind super them. Tails. They just they just looked like they were doing a super. Move. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, he had a, a custom combo from Street Fighter Alpha. Uh, to go to go to go back to my appreciation of Nintendo and how timeless their characters are. <laughs> Way better than at, Sonic. At one point, Sonic had Listen. soaps. What? Do you remember soap shoes? Soap shoes. There yes. were shoes that you could grind on rails with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what he's talking about? No, because I wasn't a skater that boy. That was a different thing, though. That was, They weren't Sonic branded. Those, those no, they're called soaps. In the game, he has soap shoes. James when doesn't is, remember. So there was a product integration with Sonic with those shoes at some point? Yeah. Well, I mean, there okay. were lots of games where Sonic could grind on things, well, no, but that's but, just because oh, he's fast. Oh, but he had soap shoes. So in real life, they had shoes that had a metal plate with, like, a little divot in it? Uh -huh. Yeah, you remember that. And you would, the idea was that you would jump and, like, grind on a rail and look really cool. <laughs> Except you just bust ass and then go and cry. I like crying. Sonic the Hedgehog right now. Yeah. I never had this stuff. I just like watching kids fall there down. There they are. Hold on. They are soaps. Wow. So soap shoes. This is amazing. Yeah, they actually put the grind plates on his dumb fucking dun, shoes. Dun, 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 <laughs> dun, dun, dun. You don't remember that? I mean, Sonic. So Sonic Adventure Two. I can only look at things in the framework of Sonic the Hedgehog. So could Sonic <laughs> grind on rails? Absolutely. Did I know those were actual shoes? Because cool kids had them or whatever. No, I didn't. <laughs> Could have assumed. <laughs> These shoes were like ninety dollars. Holy shit, those are awesome. Those Ask me if I owned a pair. Did you own a pair? Two. Did, did Sam own a what? pair? Yeah, well, Sam definitely owned a pair. Okay, so they had soap shoes. I bought these because all the kids were using them. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and then rollerblade shoes. Own. Well, rollerblade shoes came out. Oh, yeah, they wheelies. Had, they had like like metal plates on the bottom so yep. you can grind better. <laughs> and then I went to high school and I was like, I should be beat what up is that? for this. Hold on, yeah. what is that orange creature? Oh, that's um. Whoa. Seltzer. How do you know who Seltzer is? It's not a real Sonic character. That's a real Google Seltzer. I bet it's a real Sonic character Seltzer that James doesn't know about, and he loves Sonic. Yeah, it was in Listen, Final Fantasy X. I played as Knuckles well. Chaotix. I know I all know of the C team of God Sonic characters. God damn it. T Z U R. Seltzer. Selt. Z U R. Zer. It's not coming up in autocomplete. Yeah, so. it's not a. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's just a drink. Oh, it's actually drinks. Yeah. No, someone so, just made that up. That was fan art. Doo -doo -doo -doo. Look at him running. A little nice try. There he is, sign. there's Seltzer. That's Seltzer right there. <laughs> Parappa versus Spike by Seltzer. Oh, no, that's, Seltzer's the artist. Oh, that's Spike is the name of the thing. There uh, is a character named Spike. Is there a name of Spike? Him. You don't know either. Google Sonic Spike. There is. <laughs> Spike is a character. There he is. There he is. That's, what? Wait, no. No, no that, it's the actual Spikes. What, what are you talking some, about? Uh, My Little Pony bullshit. I thought Spike was a character. I don't think so. <laughs> there he is again. 
That's Spike the porcupine. Spike the porcupine. Oh, Come of course. On. That's comic canon. That doesn't count. <laughs> My knowledge of Sonic characters comes from reading them like trophy descriptions in Smash Brothers. Look at those boots, though. That's <laughs> boy, they have a lot of Sonic boots. characters. This is why people jerk off to this stuff because yeah. like they're dick. naked, but they have clothes on. So it's like, oh, it shouldn't be <laughs> seeing. We shouldn't be seeing this. Uh. That's exactly why, Adam. You got it. It's 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 so taboo. Oh Ooh. man, we have to end the podcast. Yeah, no, I want to talk more about people like to jerk it at the Sonic. Did we solve the Wait. human condition? And so. we talked about Sonic. <laughs> One and the same. What are you going to call this podcast? Uh, there's too just hard. so many I options. Spike. Yeah. There we go. I wonder why the views are down. Spike the Hedgehog. Seltzer. Hedgehog of the year. Spike the Hedgehog. Seltzer or Spike? You decide. Chili dogs? Cancel. <laughs> Let's keep making words. <laughs> Thank you, sponsors, for keeping the stream alive. Chili dogs!